Hello, good morning. Today I'd like to share with you the reading of the Gospel according to Luke chapter 18 verses 9 to 14. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give a tenth of all my income, but the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. I put this message on the church sign outside, a message that I love. It says, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. What does this mean? That the church is not ruled primarily as the principles of the world, although we have to live in this world. The most important thing is that everything we do is done according to our faith commitment to God. For God, titles, training, intellectual qualification, different instruction, education of a person doesn't matter. But what matters to him is a humble heart given to God dependent on God, and grateful for everything in life to God. That in simple words is faith in God, that is commitment to God. Today I also like to talk about the topic, the performance of deeds or productivity of believers in the life of faith. The Pharisee was part of a religious group characterized by his eagerness to fulfill the laws of God expressed in what is today for us the Old Testament. They wanted to show that the more one complies with God's laws, the more God loves them, and at the same time they enjoy a privileged place before God and others. If you don't comply with God's laws, then you are not a good believer, and therefore God will not love you like others who do. That was the Pharisee's conception. God wants us to do acts of love, of course, that we love our neighbor, that we do everything possible to fulfill his commands, but those works will not make me better than others, nor will they make me perfect before God. For a human being could never reach perfection before God. God looks rather at the heart of a person. When we come to church, for example, we do so because we want to love God. We don't do it for the pastor or for the people in church council. We don't do it either so that the people of the city look at us that we are model of Christians. We do it because God tells us, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your spirit. How can we love God in the first place? Showing it to him every Sunday in church with other believers. We come to worship him and hear his word. If you are tired or you are falling asleep in church, 
It could be for many reasons. But you have to know that the most important thing is that you are here and that you have decided to bring your body and sit it on church pews because through your time spent, you want to show to God that he is the most important. That is an attitude of devotion, humbleness, and obedience. God only wants your presence, your attendance. He doesn't want you to do anything special in church. He wants you. And he wants your service attitude, your humbleness, your love to him. Because of that humbleness, he'll be able to bless you every time you come to church. That same attitude was the one that the tax collector had. The tax collectors were the people who lent themselves to collect taxes from their Jewish fellow citizens for the Romans, who were an invading and oppressive empire. The Romans gave these people jobs to collect taxes. The collector knew that this job was not very holy, to say the least, and he felt guilt and sin. He approaches the church with his personal situation and with recognition of sin, and humbly he says, O God, have mercy on me, a sinner. In the eyes of God, the tax collector was sent justified. Not so the Pharisee who boasted about fulfilling God's law. What does the term justified mean? It's a legal term that means that he was found innocent in a trial, pardon, or non-guilty. However, the Pharisee, although he hadn't committed any visible sins, he did commit the sin of vanity, pride, and being boastful and show-off, believing that his performance would be rewarded by God. That's not how things work with God. All those who lift themselves up will be made humble, and those who make themselves humble will be lifted up. God knows that we are not perfect, and we won't be perfect, even if we try. And he wants us to recognize this. He wants us to recognize that we'll never be able to fulfill his laws well. The only way we can please God and be justified before him is with a grateful, humble heart that recognizes our faults. That is what God wants. That is called surrender to God. God does want us to come to church, to hear his word and receive communion, but that will be to strengthen us. Every time we come to church with the tax collector's attitude, the tax collector's heart, God fills us with his blessing, with his Holy Spirit. And so, yes, we return to our daily life renewed, strengthened, and protected by God. But if we come to church believing like the Pharisee that we'll be better seen by others, or believing that we'll be better than others, or believing that we are making points for heaven, something like the air miles of that either way we collect more points, more miles to go to heaven for having gone to church or for having helped others or for having done a good deed, we are wrong. There are many people who say, I don't go to church, I don't need to go to church, but I behave well in life. I help others, I even donate money to the poor, I volunteer. All of that is very good, but why do you do it? Why do you do it for? Who told you that you had to do good things in society? You don't need to spend your money or your time or 
Do you do it to please God? If so, think of the Pharisee who also wanted to please God, but he didn't have a humble heart towards God. Everything he did was to thank himself and boast of his achievements. If you want to do everything you do for God, your first job will be to come to church with a humble and repentant heart before him and meet with other believers. That is something that God does ask. If the people who say all they do, they do it for God, then their first job will be to come humble to church because there are other commandments that he asks of us. And one is the one I mentioned, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And that can only be achieved with worship. Is it that God doesn't want us to do good things, good deeds, then? Yes, of course, he loves it. But first he wants to know why you do them. What do you do them for? For God? If it's for God, first he wants your surrender, your whole being, humble and at the same time with love for him, that you have respect for his word and for his church that we call the communion of saints. That is why I started this message with that sentence. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Does it mean that God doesn't want people that study, that are trained, and are professionals, and to serve the church? Yes, God loves that we cultivate our abilities, that we study, that we are prepared people and put our gift at the service of the church. But first, he wants our humbleness and dedication so that we can be part of those called by God. In the church and from the church outwards, God only wants people devoted to him, let's say with a sincere faith and commitment to him. The Holy Spirit of God will then spiritually empower all who surrender to God. That is the kind of training that God wants from believers. The Pharisee was in the eyes of the world a model of prepared believer, but his heart wasn't given over to God. He hadn't been born again, as we read in John chapter 3, for example. He hadn't been born again yet, as we read in John chapter 3, for example. His faith was just an empty faith, and so empty went back to his house. But after the tax collector's worship and repentance, he instead went home full, full of the Holy Spirit of God. Let us ask God that he may grant us the tax collector's faith and humbleness so that we can be blessed by his grace and that way pleasing God. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week. Thank you.